0: It and come back and you'll take that sales job. Everyone wants to get caught up in the lifestyle of like you know trying to live in New York City or Hoboken and going to the same bars every night you've been going to 21. That gets
1: fast. This is you should know a podcast about campus life at Seton Hall University. My name is Kevin Hubler.
2: I'm Andrew Lombardo. Both of us are seniors at Seton Hall, and this final episode takes a look at finishing college and what's next.
1: College is hard, but getting ready for the real world can add to an already stressful schedule. There's already the stress of exams and social lives, but then when you combine homework with part-time jobs and internships, it can feel near impossible to get anything done.
2: So we went looking for help from Gina Hernandez, an assistant director at Seton Hall's Career Center. She helps students and alumni build their resumes and apply for jobs and internships.
3: If somebody was struggling with figuring out their major, or what to do with their major. We also, um, or I will also sit with them to talk more about interests and explore those avenues and share some resources. Interview practice, uh, networking practice, anything that involves professional development is really what my role revolves around.
1: One question students often ask is when should they start looking at internships?
3: So we hope that first-year students will consider coming to see us by their second semester of their first year. For specific majors, depending on their field, typically sophomore year is a good time to start, but junior and senior year is where we see it the most, just based on your preparation from your classes.
2: Although the Career Center is a great tool, some students apply for internships or jobs without visiting the Career Center at all and still find success.
4: The Career Center wasn't like the most involved It was more so like my um, advisor and then really just the campus recruiters were more so. Because, I mean, they have to fill a lot of positions. There's a lot of incentive for them to advertise it. It's not like it's just one firm that's like looking for the Seton Hall students.
2: That was Matthew Raychuk, a senior accounting major here at
4: Seton Hall.
1: Matt is a mutual friend of ours who already had a job lined up with the accounting firm Ernst & Young thanks to an internship with the company last summer.
4: The accounting department actually does like a really good job at kind of um, making all the accounting students aware of the different programs that the firms offer. The firms themselves have pretty high demand for jobs so they're constantly on campus making students aware of everything.
1: But when is a good time to apply for the positions?
4: So I actually applied for the position my junior year in the fall using the navigator software that the career center has from there i was given a phone interview a few weeks later which then led to an in-person interview on site and then ultimately was offered the internship around november 2017 and then completed it
3: this summer
2: but many students do find the career center helpful
4: especially because the
1: process of identifying and applying for internships can be scary.
3: We have several other resources. We have a cycle career shift. So we try to show you resources where you can actually search and apply. But in order to do that, we would walk you through creating a resume and cover letter that would be really impactful and really stand out to an employer.
1: When asked what their biggest piece of advice would be for a student looking to get the necessary experience, Gina and Matt both gave similar answers.
4: Get some kind of um, experience on your resume. January 2016 to like August 2016 I worked for less like a business development intern for like a small startup company and while the work I was doing wasn't even accounting it was just something that I could like put on my resume and just use for when I do have an interview.
3: My biggest piece of advice is if you can, try to do at least one internship. If you can do more, even better. I think a minimum of two is really good, so you can get a nice variety of experience, but that also shouldn't discredit part-time jobs, on-campus experiences, and other things you're doing to build your experience, and I can talk about how to emphasize that on your resume in an interview.
4: In my interview, I would say, for with EY, I mean, pretty much 75% of what I talked about was just, experiences from that one internship.
3: I think a big thing is preparedness, meaning not only knowing about the company ideally, but really looking through the position. You know, what are they exactly asking for? Looking over the qualification skills so that you can properly address that in an interview, how you possess those, how you've utilized them.
2: If that sounds stressful, the Career Center can help.
3: We do a lot of practice interviews in the office here and we also have a new platform called Big Interview through Seton Hall's career portal where you can actually use the, your webcam to do practice interviewing and watch yourself back, which is really big because there's a lot more um, in terms of virtual interviews that's coming up.
1: Another way to get experience and build your resume is to travel.
2: One senior at Seton Hall who had that strategy was Bryn Connolly, a broadcasting and journalism double major. She studied abroad in London in the fall of 2017.
5: I remember going to this gigantic college fair in Boston, and um, it was like my, one of my top three questions. It was like, do you have a journalism program? Are you good with internships? How's your study abroad program?
1: Studying abroad opens the doors for students to go even further out of their comfort zone and expand their understanding of the world and its cultures.
5: So I've always wanted to study abroad. It was something that I was always interested in. Um, I really like exploring new places and new cultures and meeting new people. So this was just kind of something that was like the next step in my college career.
2: Sometimes there's the opportunity for those who study abroad to take the trip with other students. Seton Hall runs some week-long trips to Ireland that fulfill course credit.
1: Other trips include one to Spain for a month over the summer where a group of students travel overseas as a class. But Brynn wanted to get away from it all and find out more about herself.
5: You know, I really didn't want to be held down when I was traveling, so I thought that the best way to go about that would be just go and explore by myself at my own pace, and it really worked out.
1: That also means opportunities to travel even more while studying abroad.
5: I went to Amsterdam by myself, and it was like the first time that I've ever traveled by myself, and I was going to a new country that spoke an entirely different language so it was really just about um, putting myself out there and trying to make people feel comfortable with me even though we didn't speak the same language and I think that that would really help in the long run especially as a journalist because you're always going to be put out of your comfort zone.
2: Seton Hall offers academic advisors studying abroad as well
5: they were very upfront about what I would need to do to make this successful. It was a lot of uh, running around and a lot of paperwork that was just a bunch of nonsense Um, but they did all that they could and I mean at the end of the day it's really how much you want to do it so you really have to put a lot of work into it Um, but they, they they were good.
2: A major question that a lot of students have about studying abroad is when to do it.
5: I've learned a lot over the last three years and if I had gone when I was 19 I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much Um, but that's not true for everyone and I think that there's definitely better times to do it academically um, than to go your senior year because there's a lot of pressure on you your senior year and you're an ocean away and that was stressful.
1: One thing that can sometimes be tough is living so far away from home but sometimes that stays out of the way of the fun.
5: I have a really good support system back here
2: meaning her friends and family here in the United States.
5: I've got great friends who would call all the time. <laughs> um and my parents would call to check up on me a lot too. Um but other than that, I mean I just made friends and I, you know, made friends with my professors, I made friends with my um like apartment mates, I made friends with my classmates and I found that I really didn't mind being on my own so much because I just got to, like, do my thing.
2: Meeting new people and studying in a foreign place sounds like the ideal way to get yourself out there.
1: But while you're out there expanding horizons, there is also work that you are missing back in the States that's important to keep on top of, which is another lesson to prepare you for the real world.
5: I mean, just because you're abroad doesn't mean that all your responsibilities back here go away, because they don't. And you could get some very nasty emails (laughs) if you don't check your Seton Hall email every now and then. So I'm working on a documentary um, for my senior seminar. And I've been working on this for about 10 months now. And I got an email from one of my many advisors, um, just basically like, where are you on this project? I haven't heard from you.
2: Bryn says she started planning her study abroad trip during her sophomore year, even though she didn't go on it until her senior year.
1: So you've studied abroad and done an internship or two, and you've finally reached that graduation you've been looking forward to for four years, but you're not quite ready.
2: Maybe you have your degree and you don't know what you want to do with it.
0: Basically, I mean, I knew uh, the industry I was heading into, I was going to relocate once I graduated, but there's also a balance of me wanting to kind of take my time and make sure whatever career path I kind of chose out of graduation was the
2: one I wanted. That was George Balecki, an on-camera sports reporter living in Joplin, Missouri.
1: George graduated from Seton Hall in May 2016 and took a few months off after graduation to decide what he wanted to do before entering full-time employment.
0: Instead of just hanging around Jersey and sitting around and going to Hoboken or Belmar every weekend, i go see part of the world I may never see for a long time. And it's somewhere I've always wanted to go. So for me, it was an easy decision. It was do it now or I don't know when the heck I'll ever be able to do it again. Um, so it's kind of a balance of me saying I'm going to take my time uh, before I leap into the job industry and just the workforce in general post-graduation.
2: George didn't want to jump right into the real world and, like Bryn, wanted to find out more about what the world has to offer. Being
0: my background, being Middle Eastern, when I was in Greece, I felt kind of at home, you know, because people reminded me of my relatives just being for, you know, that part of the, the world, the Mediterranean, everything like that. And then coming out to Missouri, they, every day I feel like I'm in a different country. I felt more at home in Greece and Barcelona and London than I do out here.
1: While you may not want to think about them for a while, something to keep in mind, George says, is that not long after graduation, those student loans need to be repaid.
0: So my main decision of going into the summer was, you know, I'll be working a few odd jobs, I'll make enough money, you know, that I can, like, live off of before Sally Mae comes knocking on my bank account and everything. My wonderful grace period of college loans passed. So that, was, that was also the button I hit, and I was like, oh, shit. I got to get going on this <clears throat> and start making real money. So I picked up a few more jobs. If I wasn't with Yes Network, I was delivering pizzas at some pizzeria in town, which sucked. Because, you know, you're like, all right, I got a college education. I'm driving around with Lincoln Pies and everything. It's like, this is not fun.
2: That's one of the reasons why George started applying to sales shops, despite his desire to be in broadcasting.
0: Um, what hit was July, August, mainly August. Everyone got jobs except for me. I was kind of last of the race, last of the finish line on that. And... What happened was a lot of these sales jobs I would go interview. But every time, you know, I was in an interview, I had probably like five offers. Every time I got an offer, I just got this awful, awful, awful gut feeling.
2: I myself am taking a gap year, and there's definitely that, you know, anxiety, stress of uh, looking for a job while also trying to plan out my future and what I want to do with my career, you know, especially seeing uh, so many other friends, you know, already getting jobs at this point.
1: But while that all may sound intimidating... Taking that gap between graduation and employment can lead to some unique opportunities.
0: Go apply and go explore in California. Go drive your car to California, apply to a bunch of jobs. and of doing phone interviews, let them know you're there.
1: So while joining the real world might seem like a lot, just remember.
5: Stay on top of it. Stay organized and don't worry about it so much. Everything works out in the end. <laughs>
2: And that's it, the final episode of You Should Know, a podcast about campus life at Seton Hall University. It was produced by the podcasting class in the College of Communication and the Arts. It was edited by Nancy Solomon. I'm Andrew Lombardo.
1: And I'm Kevin
5: Hubler.